So let's talk about cheers, shall we? Let's do it. You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. How you doing, Natalie? How you doing, Rick? I'm doing good, baby. <laughs> I'm doing good too with my Samuel Adams cherry wheat. 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 I am drinking currently barefoot wine, Pinot Noir. Oh, nice. Oh, and speaking of that, because I'm almost at that one, but I got this other bottle of wine I'm going to show you on the Zoom camera. Um, this is called Red Rock, and it's a Pinot Noir. And I've never had this before. And I went into the High V gas station. And there was a cart of discounted wine. Yes. And that's where this was. And I was like, oh, I'll just grab one and see. And I got a few other things, like a couple other like sparkling waters and some like Chex Mix and a cookie, I'm pretty sure. And a bottle of wine and my total came to $15. So I have a <laughs> feeling that if I go to drink this wine, when that starts to happen, we, uh, you may see me make a face. I don't know. <laughs> you when never know. You never know. Maybe I'll just, I'll, I'll like it because we're talking about cheers and I'll be excited because we're talking about cheers. Mm, like, cheers. cheers. Okay. So I am so excited to talk about cheers because this show is like crack. Love, love. I like, watched- I'm not going to lie. When I started to watch it, I was like, it's, it, it's giving friends a run for its money. I was like, I mean, <laughs> yes. it's not true, but I, you know, <clears throat> But it was. It really was. I was like, oh, my God, this is great. It is a good show. And when we said we were going to do Cheers, I was like, okay, I, I watched Cheers. Like, I've seen Cheers. Mm-hmm. My family watched, um, I think it was part of the lineup with um, Family Ties and The Cosby Show. And then mm-hmm. Cheers was last. And so my siblings wouldn't stick around for Cheers. Sometimes I wouldn't, you know, I would just be playing on the floor and Cheers would be on. Yeah. And... It was sometimes funny, but for the most part, it was like, yeah, I don't really care. This is all boring stuff. Nothing exciting is going on. It's not Laverne and Shirley. There's no people falling over stools. And when we're, you know, young and in the 80s, like we were, because I was four when the show started, uh, there would have been no way to uh, relate to a bunch of people hanging out in a bar, talking to each other every day for 11 years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which now, now we we're like, as the why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I wish so I could do right now, but I can't. <laughs> we messaged each other multiple times wondering why we don't, why we need to open up a Cheers, uh, because it would be amazing. You said you wanted to open a Cheers bar, and right. I told you I would be your Diane, and then right. you were like, no. And <laughs> I was you like, said, wait a minute. You said I'd likely be Carla. Yeah, I said, wait a minute, I guess I'm Carla. And your response was, that is completely accurate. (laughs) Right. That was my response, because very true. It is true. I am Carla. Except for having all the babies. You would be straight gangster like Carla is. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, if I had to serve people all day, that would be my attitude. You know, Um, it's so funny. I don't remember. You know, again, I don't, I'm sure we watched this. Um... But again, it was one time through while I was a child, so I wouldn't have remembered it or probably, like you said, be paying attention towards the end of the evening or even know what was happening. Um, 
And this is such a classic show that I can't believe as older, I never, ever watched it. And, you know, of course, we didn't have that opportunity to tell the Netflix and the Hulu and everything came along. And maybe it was on reruns at some point in my time, but I don't remember if it was. Um, so this is the first time I ever actually just got to like watch from the beginning and really yeah. know what was happening. Right. And we decided at the 11th hour to just talk about the Sam and Diane episodes. Yes. Um, which is the first five seasons because yes. that's as far as I got. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try not to have any spoilers, although it's, there's probably no real spoilers. Um, well, and I told you I, the most, most of what I remember of the show is the seasons with Rebecca who oh, comes yeah. later mm-hmm. because I had gotten older. So I paid sure. a little more attention because this show went on for 11 years. Right. Longest running sitcom ever until recently the Big Bang Theory surpassed it. Wow, geez. Yeah, was, I just saw that. Cheers was on NBC from September 30th, 1982. So when I was, oh geez, math, in second grade. Yeah, I was four. <laughs> and it went till May 20th, Cheers' birthday, mm-hmm. um, 1993. Which is when you also graduated from, you graduated from high school and I was a freshman. It was the day before my 18th birthday. Mm -hmm. And I'm somewhere around my high school graduation. Yeah. There were 275 episodes. And like we said, we're just here to talk today about the first five seasons and then we'll do the other six seasons at another time. That'd be perfect. The show is set in a bar named Cheers at... Uh, 121 and a half Beacon Street or 12 and a half. Let's just cut that out because I think I have a typo. It's on Beacon Street in Boston. Did, did we decide this? Cause I, and I think I Googled it at one point, but I've got a lot going on. So I didn't, you know, well, you do most of the homework for our stuff anyway. So let's just, let's, let's, let's be real. But I feel like does this, this place exists, correct? Like there's a I, cheers bar in Boston. I think, a Cheers bar exists. Hold on, let me Google. I mean, it. I let's just say I'm assuming it doesn't look uh, like the inside. Does Cheers exist? Because I think that's exactly what I googled, and it said yes. The Boston bar that inspired that inspired the TV series Cheers. Oh, okay. Uh, was originally named Bull and Finch Pub, and was actually established in 1969. That's I don't know the answer. This. Uh, they show the outside a lot and uh, yes. there is a menu posted at the top of the stairs and you can tell that it says cheers at the top and it's okay. gigantic. So what, uh, they don't serve food at cheers. What, what's on that menu? I, I need to know what's on that menu. They I mean, don't. and everybody yeah, they're, always, <laughs> they're always going upstairs to, to the fancy restaurant. They go to Melville. Yeah. Melville's is the place that serves the food. So I thought to myself, you see the outside of Cheers randomly, like right at the beginning. And sometimes when they're changing scenes, they show you like the outside and the street. So there's a giant menu and it says Cheers on it. I can tell it says Cheers. <laughs> there's no menu to be had. So that's what made me think it might be a real place that actually says That's funny. Which well, is on okay. a list of road trips areas. This article from Forbes from this year says, when you go to Boston, you may be confused because there are actually two different Cheers locations. One is the original location of the bar. Okay. So the replica 
of the TV show version of Cheers was established in 2001. I don't know. This doesn't clear anything up for me unless I read no. the whole article. And you know how much I hate reading articles. We don't so. have to do that. I was just you wondering know, why there was a menu. We'll just leave it to all y'all to figure yeah. it out. Let us know. Do do your own homework for once. Do your own just homework. Kidding. Dang it. <laughs> so um, good times. So what I liked about this show is that the audience, I mean, one of the things I liked about this show, the audience isn't constant and overpowering. You don't have to listen to people laughing inappropriately all the time. Very true. It's not loud and there's no slapstick. So it's just chill. Yeah. Very chill. And it, this is, you're right. We've had so many shows we've even talked about on this show about, um, you know, physical humor. Everybody has to fall down, hit people, do crazy things like that. And it's so nice to not have something like that because you're right. Then there's too much laughter. And then this was just great. It was, it's funny because it's funny. So you'd hear people laughing, but you would be laughing. So you wouldn't even notice. Yeah. The show's main theme song was written by Gary Portnoy and Judy Hart Angelo and performed by Gary Portnoy and where everybody knows your name, of course, became the show's catchphrase. And everyone knows what that means. Everybody knows where everybody knows your name. And everybody I know in life who is, I mean, you always say that. So if you, if people are always in the same spot and people know you, you know, they say cheers or where everybody knows your name. And, um, and if you're a staple in a location, then everybody <laughs> will call you Norm. So that's true. There's that. That's true. I want to be in this bar. Like, first of all, I don't know how these people have the time Mm -hmm. to be sitting in this bar. Like Norm is, he basically lives at the corner of that bar and Mm -hmm. he's reading the paper and he's just hanging out and he's not even there to socialize. Yeah. Gets there when they open and then leaves at the end of the night when they're closing. So he's there every single day. And I mean, he goes through different phases where he doesn't have a job, but he's like an accountant at the beginning. And, but it's everybody, I mean, even Cliff is a postal worker and he's still there pretty much every day. And I, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, bars a lot of times don't open till 11. So yeah, I get the impression that they don't open until later because yeah. yeah. Cause like Norm comes in a, in one episode and he's, he's like coach, uh, I really need to quit, cut down on drinking or whatever. So I need you to stop me at two. And then he sits down and he's like, or, you know, maybe one thirty or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so and he's got to be coming in later. Yeah. And they're always locking. The, so when he had a job, he probably was. And, you know, it, it, it does kind of depend because as the series goes on, there's other times where you can tell it seems like it's a little earlier or, you know, it could be. Because other people come in who don't work or hang out at Cheers and take people to lunch. So it's not like you're working your shift at a bar at night and you take your quote unquote lunch and that's at seven because that's your bar, you know, but there are people that come into the bar who are like, oh, I'm here to go to lunch with you. So I'm thinking that they open around 11 ish. Okay, I'll, I mean, I'll that's kind that. of a bar. That's kind of a bar schedule, like eleven sure. p.m. to eleven p.m. eleven a.m. to like two a.m. So, sure. okay, I'll buy that. We'll go with that. Um, in its first season, this show was ranked number seventy-four out of seventy-seven shows, that's and it was almost canceled, which would have been a tragedy. 
Right. It actually didn't reach the top 10 until its eighth season. But it did earn 28 primetime Emmys, and it became, of course, one of the most popular series of all time. Of all time. And I didn't remember a lot of the Sam and Diane episodes. Like I said, I was very young. But I can... I, like now, this time watching it, she's not so annoying. I mean, sometimes she's annoying. And I never remembered any of the Diane episodes because mm. the season she that we get up to here, that w- when she leaves, it would have been the spring of 87. And I would have been nine. So right. I don't remember any of that with her. And I literally, for her, my reference point is movies with Shelley Long. So I was kind of like, well, this will be interesting. And... That I, I was so sucked into this because it is a hundred percent Ross and Rachel. So Ross and Rachel. And I was like, I mean, I couldn't get enough cheers and I was watching like crazy. And you know, by now everyone knows we've all been mostly stuck at home and things. That, so you can watch way more TV. Um, and there was like a Saturday early on when I was watching cheers And I did, I had to do some computer work at home, but I really had nothing else to do. And I watched Cheers from 8.30 in the morning till 11 o'clock at night, straight through. (laughs) And uh, it's, I mean, I was obsessed. I was telling people, I I mean, I do still work a little bit here and there, but I was telling, I was like, oh my God, I can't get enough of this show. It's so great. And I was 100% invested in their relationship. Like they're my best friends. I I, I 100% was, even though it doesn't make any sense. In logistic world, but and, it doesn't and matter. towards like the fourth and fifth seasons, it gets really annoying. It's like they're on, they're so on and off again, like Ross and Rachel in fourth yeah. and fifth seasons that you're yeah. like, just come on, do one yeah. or the other. They keep breaking up and getting engaged, and uh, uh. but also this was one that I could do stuff like housework and I could cook and whatever and still have it on the TV and not be looking at it because I'm waiting for something with Sam and Diane to come on. And then there's just like bar banter. And yeah. so I'm listening and laughing at it out loud. And yeah. You don't there's have so much, to be looking at You really don't. I mean, a lot of the stuff was, it, you know, but I never got that point where I was kind of like, Oh, it's just another episode of like, no. filler. because every character is established and is funny in some way. And everybody knows now that like when Norm walks in the front door, he says, Hey everybody. And everybody goes, Norm. And so, and the funny part is I worked at a job years ago when I was at the mall and the two, two guys that worked there who were best friends, um, every once in a while, like if somebody came in for the day or whatever, wouldn't even say anything. And the other guy would yell at him, Norm, like just because that's hilarious. So, (laughs) Norm is so funny. And there were tons of like one liners as he's walk. you know, he always walked right across the bar, the front of the bar and went and sat on his specific stool on the one side. Um, so I just love, there was, there's one that they always play. And he said, they're like, what, what do they say? Um, like what does he say? Just like what's happening Norm or something. And Sam says that mm-hmm. to him. Doggy dog world out there, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. And so I've heard that multiple times. And it's just like there were classic things with him walking in. Oh my God, so funny. But I, I, it was just hysterical. That show is so funny. 
it makes you want to have a bar where everybody knows your name and mm -hmm. you have a place where you sit. It is very much friends because first of all, mm -hmm. um, Diane Chambers played by Shelley Long in the first episode, she's a grad student at Boston university. She's very educated and privileged and her parents, I assume are rich and she abandons her fiance and she needs to get a job and that's well, he, how she ends up at Cheers. Well, he leaves like her. Yeah. The, the fiance leaves her. My favorite part about the okay. very first episode is that she answers the phone and she's a, she's just a customer in a bar that she's never been in. The phone rings and no one's around. She reaches over the bar and answers the phone. I mean, it is 1982, but like yeah. still, I was like, okay, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, her fiance was going to go like see his ex to make sure that everything was that he was going to for sure be done with. I don't remember what happened. The dude like didn't come back and was like, and we're done. this is the pilot of friends. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's not getting married anymore. She needs a job. She's never had this job before. Comes a waitress. Comes a waitress. <laughs> and then the out of touch with what other people are doing in life. And the same way that the friends cast, they have their couch and their places where they always are and nobody sits on that couch except for them yep. and the bullies just mm -hmm. like nobody sits in Cliff's spot or Norm's spot mm -hmm. and then they've got other regulars in the back of the bar who just sit there all the time and laugh at what's going on mm -hmm. and a few more people yeah there's a couple times and then as the show goes on and we'll get into that but you know Frazier comes in and he kind of sits all over so that's you know he yeah. sits at the front by the door a lot and then he definitely like is, but he's on the back side of the bar sometimes. Then he's sitting over with the guys and Cliff sometimes sits on the front side of the bar by the door. And, but you're right. Remember, it's all, all familiar. I remember as a kid, how I felt about all these characters, like Ted Danson plays Sam alone. And to me, he was not some attractive Lothario. Cause I was a kid. Yep. And, and Diane now, was, Annoying. I know. And now I'm like, hello, Ted Danson. I know. I was like, why is Ted Danson so hot now? I, <laughs> I mean, I get that I'm the same age he's supposed to be on the show, but I was like, holy oh. mother. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, okay. I see it now. So Sam Malone is an ex-baseball pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. And he owns the bar. Own. Yeah. And he is a, he was an alcoholic. That's how his career ended. So you always see him drinking bottles of water from behind the bar. And coffee. And coffee. Yep. Um, at the end of season five, which is as far as I got, mm -hmm. he sells the bar to Lillian Corporation because he and Diane have bought a house and they're going to get married. Because oh, yeah. they're always about to get married. This character was originally supposed to be played by football player Fred Dreyer who ended up mm. playing the sportscaster friend of Sam's who comes in for three episodes. Yeah. Um, and also yeah. Sam's notorious for wearing way too much cologne. Yes. That, that fades out over time. I know it, it does, but it was like, it was this subtle detail in the beginning it, where yep. he would come out of his office and Diane would be like, Oh geez. Cause she'd smell his cologne. Mm 
Mm -hmm. And everybody made comments about it. And I distinctly remember that being a thing of his. So that's interesting because it's so early on. But in my head, when he did it, I was like, oh, that's right. There's a cologne thing. And I remembered <laughs> that. So I thought that was kind of funny that he, yeah, he was here. And he had some behind the bar that he'd put on or in his yep. office, which was hilarious. Because I was hilarious. like, you're going to drive your customers out of there if they're trying to drink their alcohol and your cologne is stanking up the joint. So. <laughs> Because he sees himself as irresistible, although yes. he is resisted many times in the show, but not all the time. Not by most women. So no, not by most Diane. women. Even yeah. Carla, Carla has a thing for him. Big time. From the she beginning. Always, yeah. She even says to him at one point, she's like, did you ever think about you and me or whatever? And he, yeah, yeah she's cute. always like, let it be me, you know? And so it's kind of, she's cute, you know, but they're such good friends. They're like besties. Yes. So that would just never, ever work. And she hates Diane. And I love the episode where, um, so Carla's got four kids when they start the show and she ends up with eight kids by the end of the show. Right. Because um, Rhea Perlman is pregnant in real life, <laughs> which is the best part. Right. So I'm like, well, I guess we'll just write it in and give Carla right. a thousand kids. <laughs> so, there's an early episode where she tells Diane that her, one of her kids, her youngest kid is Sam's or one of the kids is Sam's kid, but don't tell him that, you know, <laughs> it's <laughs> so funny. Carla is the best. She is so like, and she just sets everybody up and she just, yeah, that relationship between her and Diane. I mean, she's just straight. She, I mean, she has zero tolerance. I feel everything she says to yeah. Diane. <laughs> it's so funny. And it's, you know, Diane is so, she's just, she's like the epitome of like crazy educated and cultural and whatever, because she's always quoting like poetry and authors and everyone's like, what is she talking about? And they're like, oh, you know, they're, she just, she does it over the top. And but yet she's still like a sweet person who's just like trying to make friends because no one, I mean, they become her friends, but not really. She always feels like an outsider because they're all like, hey, hey, hey. And then she's just there. And, and she's not in her element. And she is always telling Sam he's stupid. Even when they're dating, she tells yes. him he's stupid. Even in his, yeah. even in his daydreams about her. Yeah. She's telling him that he's stupid. Yes. Like he's is imagining crazy. them when they're old and she's telling him he's stupid. Um, and then one of the most endearing characters in the early episodes is Nicholas Colasanto. I may be butchering his name, who plays Coach Ernie Pantuso. Yes. And I remember him. He's the person I remember when you, you know, from my childhood when you say cheers because he's probably the only person I ever paid attention to because he's like a grandfatherly type. Yeah. He's and a he widower. So he's so funny because he's very, how to describe him, just he's uh, innocent and dumb and dumb. Yeah. Innocent and dumb. Very much so. He misunderstands everything anyone says. Yeah. He is a retired baseball coach he's and he is coach. Yes, he is the funniest character on the show. He he is. He 
It's so funny. And then, you know, as we, when we get in with Woody coming into, there are times where it's like, which is funny because I know we're not talking about the, the end of the show. Well, Woody does come, does come in in like season right. three or four. But th- there is, I'm just going to say this real quick because it doesn't give anything really away. But like in <laughs> season 11, some random person who owns, you know, like knows everybody uh, meets Woody and he goes, oh, you must be Coach's kid. <laughs> and I was like, it, just, it seems like it because they have the same level of dumb and naivete. Like it's very, it's, it's, very it's hilarious and cute and everything. It's just, I love both of them so much. And it's very obvious that they were directly replacing that character yeah, with a character like him because they needed him. And Woody Harrelson, of course, plays Woody Boyd, who's from Indiana. And he, he and Coach were pen pals. So he had come to Cheers to see his pen pal, yeah. but they didn't write each other letters. They sent each other pens <laughs> because they were pen right. <laughs> So they're both equally dumb oh my god i love it oh my god so funny and then he shows up essentially to replace coach and sam has to tell him that coach has died and this was the first episode of the season the first season without coach yeah which is sad because they don't really talk about it they just say he passed and um the actor passed in real life so they had to yeah and and sam tells diane and you can see kind of a sadness in the actors when they're saying it but they they just kind of do it quick and i read somewhere that um he so he passed away i believe in february or march of february of 85 and uh the cast was not allowed to go to his funeral because they were taping and the only person that got to go was i believe john katzenberger is that how you say his name ratzenberger ratzenberger did i say katzenberger good times you did that's red wine wine. um because he lived in the area and so they didn't get to go and you know i think about that now and i know things have changed over time like you can you can adjust things now i'm sure you couldn't as much back then when it came to recording or whatever it is that you had to do but that's super sad to me and you can really tell that yeah the actors on the show when they talked about coach's death that they were super affected by that because and actually nbc sent they sent john ratzenberger as a representative because they were like no you can't go because it's in rhode island but we'll send one person excuse me and i think that was really crappy of nbc Mm -hmm. i mean i you know whatever um but they did end up having a memorial later on the set for him Mm -hmm. yeah so they had their own send-off but yeah it's very crazy because yeah that episode where um they the beginning of that season so we kind of we've gotten in a little bit to the the sam and diane dynamic so the whole first season you know he's first of all sam tries to sleep with everybody so that's just his standard and he has a black book and he's got a different date every day and they've, they kind of go back and forth. And of course there's the whole you're dumb and then whatever. And, but he's always trying to get with her and you can tell there's an underlying attraction and the very end of season one, um, Sam's brother comes into town and takes Diane off, you know, and there's a whole thing Which, where they're talking. We never get to see the brother. No, we never see him. He's hiding in the crowd of people in cheers. Because- which I always found interesting. Because he's supposed to be more attractive right. than Sam. So, and so it's like, who are you going to get to be more attractive than Sam? Exactly. 
<laughs> so it's interesting because they were like, there's, I just remember at the end of that episode and uh, she's like, well, I'm going to go be with him then. And she goes to walk away and Sam's like, please don't go under his breath. And she's like, yes. what? He is like, I didn't say anything. And then he does it a couple of times. If you go, I'll die. And she's like, you just said it again or whatever. And he's like, no, I didn't say anything. You're being paranoid. You need to go. You need to go and be happy. And she walks away. She's like, I'd rather stay here with you. And he's like, what? And she's like, I didn't hear anything. And I'm like, oh my God, these two, stop it. So we get to the end of the season and then they have this huge blow up fight. She's just going to leave and go with the brother and they're screaming at each other. He tells her to shut her fat mouth and he's going to pop her. And she's, he's so dumb, you know, so all of these things. And of course it's like, are you as turned on as I am? And she's like, more. And they kiss each other finally. Which was great. Right. I had to Google, I don't know if you Googled this, but I had to Google what episode do, do Sam and Diane finally get together. Ah, well, I, I had to start with that. Oh, did you? I was watching in the beginning. I'm going to glug, glug, glug some wine while I talk. Um, I was watching and I was just like, oh my God, this is, and you know, part of me knows the sitcom uh, formula. So I thought yeah. to myself, they're going to give us a whole season and then some big's going to happen, of course, at the end. I wasn't sure if they'd get together. So of course they kiss and then they start to be together. So we go through these seasons and then there's all that. And, you know, so then we know this from shows, the nanny, when people get together after there's tension, then it gets boring. And you're like, yeah. Man. well, they are so fire and ice that like the whole time they're still together. And then there's still like the little tension and stuff like they're behind the bar together. And at one point I remember him saying to like a customer that came in or maybe it's somebody he knows that Sam knows. And he said, um, Oh, I can't, you know, I spend pretty much the majority of my time um, working and on my feet. And I spend the rest of the time trying to keep Diane off hers. And he looks at her and I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and so there was all that little stuff here and there. And so it kind of, it stayed spicy and there was mm -hmm. always fun stuff still happening. It was fun when they were working together and they were together because yeah. people were so annoyed with them, but it also got stale. Yep, and, and then, then they blow up at each other, and they broke up. And Diane met Fraser, who was yeah. supposed to be her intellectual equal. Mm -hmm. And then they go to Italy to get and in married. The episode when they break up is that where those two slap each other in the face? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> when they break up, they have a blowout, and he hits her in the face. I mean, he slaps, her and she's like. You know, like, you don't hit a woman. So, of course, so she slaps him. They just all, bam, 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 bam. They keep slapping each other in the face. And then they're holding each other's noses. It's like this big, crazy thing. And then yeah. they're like, well, if you leave, then, you know. And, and then, yeah, she, like, she leaves. And, and she leaves at the end of the season. And then the next season, when she comes back, that's when Coach has died. Because that's when Sam goes back to Italy nope. to find her. No? Nope. You've skipped the whole season. Yep. No. She, yep. Because when he goes she, to find her at the Sisters of the Divine Severity. No, 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 no. That's the next season. That's the next season. She, when she comes back, remember she was, she was in like a sanitarium and that's where she met Fraser. That's what it was. Yes. And so she comes back and I'm, I'm. No, no, no. That's when she met him. That's when she met Fraser. Right. In, in the sanitarium. The beginning of that season. But that's, coach. Coach died when she was with the Sisters of the Divine Severity. I know, but that's the end of the next season, honey. That's when she, well, we might as well say it. That's when she leaves Frasier at the altar. 
Right. She leaves Frasier at the altar at the la- at the end of that season. And then the season beginning three. of the next season. I'm going to punch you in your face. I know, but we were just talking about the end of season two when Sam and Diane break up. I'm now, I'm talking about when Frasier and Diane break up. I know, but when you said that, you said... Put your mind down. Up and when she comes back, Coach is dead. I'm like, no, that's another whole season out. Look, I'm looking at my notes. So whatever I say out loud, if it okay. doesn't match what's in my brain, that's not my fault. This is what I must say. Season, <laughs> end of season one, Sam and Diane get together. End of season two, Sam and Diane break up. Beginning of season three, Diane shows yeah. up after having to be in a sanitarium. And now yeah. she's dating Frazier. And I'm pretty sure uh, that was also when Sam went back to boozing. Am, am yes, I correct there? So that happened, and then they all come back, and now she's dating Frazier. And then uh-huh. we go through the, all of season three with all that happening. She runs off to marry Frazier, and then at the end of season three, and Sam flies out there to break up the wedding, but she leaves Frazier on her own, and she doesn't even know that Sam came to break up the wedding. But then, then she joins a convent. Yes. There's also and then the beginning the, of season four is when she's in the convent and we find out Coach died. That's what I just said. But that's not what you said at the beginning. You shut. Okay. We were talking about them breaking up. Cool. And, you said it, you, and then you said the beginning of it. You, I, when you, when you look, listen to this back, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know all right. I, I will you. email it to you and I will <laughs> text you and I will say, guess what? Okay. I listened to okay. it and I was right. I'll be like, this is record. Rewind. Whatever. Diane and Frazier go off to marry in Italy and then Sam has a fantasy that he goes to stop the wedding and he carries her off and she's like I'll be the perfect wife I don't even want you to stop seeing other women <laughs> that's the best I was like the, the whole time I thought it was her fantasy I think the yeah. whole time and then all of a sudden I was like wait what <laughs> I thought it was real because yeah first I guess all, I did too yeah for a minute comes, I was like wait he comes jumping over the hedges, and I was like, how did he get to Italy in, like, two hours? He got there. So, and, you know, apparently it doesn't cost much, because you just go to the airport and buy a ticket, but Ross did that, too. So what do we, what do, we do? Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> money is no object in sitcoms. Exactly. The beginning of the next season is when yes. Coach passes away, so he, has, he goes to find her. She's actually in Boston, or right outside of Boston, living in a convent. The sisters of the... Yeah, how did he find out she was there? How did Sam find out she was there? I, I think Frazier told her, some, or told him, somebody told him where she was. I think it was okay. Frazier. Okay. And so he went to get her, but she was like, no, they need me here. She was like the cook. And then the sisters were like, no, I think we're okay without you. <laughs> I know, they were like, she's annoying. So can you take her with you? Well, my favorite, she, and then he uh, comes in and she's like, oh, if you give me a sign that I want, and he comes back in to find the bathroom or something, and yeah. they end up going off together, of course, or they get, or, well, they leave, she goes back, and she gets her job back at Cheers, but it's more like, okay, I'm just back, and then there's all the weird, you know, mm-hmm. tension again, and all the craziness, and whatever. And they're constantly taunting each other, and he's yes. like, I am going to go out with the most beautiful, dumbest woman I can find, and mm-hmm. she's like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And isn't that the season where they have the uh, obligatory, almost go down in a plane crash, and uh, un- and give their yeah. undying love to each other? Declare season. their love to each other, of course. So, Okay, so then it's the end of season four where um, 
Kate Mulgrew comes in and is a counsel. Yes. Correct. And so yes. we know Kate Mulgrew from multiple things, including things we've already talked about where she played right. um, on Dallas. And she, she was, was Dallas. She was the girl that broke up or got in a fight with um, Cliff and JR, not Cliff, uh, Ray and JR. Yes. Um, and she also, of course, plays Red on Orange is the New Black for all the new and people. She was in Star Trek Voyager. Yes. Star I Trek. hope so I got she, that right this time because I didn't last was, time. Oh, that's right. I forgot we talked about that before. <laughs> Um, she's so she's super gorgeous when she's on here mm-hmm. and she's a councilwoman, and she basically falls for Sam and he falls for her. So they're like, she, he helps her like get elected too, because it's like a big, uh, you know, she, well, he's an ex baseball player and he's on her arm and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I like it becomes, together. Yeah, I kind of did too, but it became super serious, super fast. She's like, well, what are your intentions with me? I'm like, haven't they been dating for like four weeks? Right. Um, and there's still the Diane factor who's still just kind of like, mm, I'm pretty sure you still have feelings for me. And there's a press conference in cheers and I yeah. love it. And Diane's sitting there and there she's making faces at Sam and he's up on the stage, maybe like sticking his tongue out at her. And it's like this big deal. And it. he was going to go off with this woman. And um, is he back in the bar, I guess? And he's trying to figure out like, somebody's telling him you're not, you know, you're not mature. You're like, whatever. And it's at the end of that season, he gets on the phone and picks it up and just says, Hey, you know, it's me. Will you marry me? And that's the end of the season. And we're like, who did he call? Who did he call? And is it my imagination or at the end of season four on friends, there's an episode where Ross goes to pick between Bonnie and Rachel and picks a room. There are so many similarities. So many. So true. So true. So um, in that same episode where Kate Mulgrew shows up was a moment that was very much us mm. between Cliff and Norm, because of course Cliff and Norm are best friends and they're always Please. sitting next to each other. Yeah. Norm keeps, or Cliff is talking and Norm keeps finishing his sentences. Like Cliff wants to tell him something. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, yeah. And then this happened. And Cliff says, have we had this conversation before? And Norm says, Cliff, we've had every conversation before. <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah. I think we've had every conversation. <laughs> so too. Cause I don't even realize that we do it. And I think once upon a time, your husband pointed it out to us and was like, stop it. And we were like, what? He's like, you're not even finishing sentences because you both know what you're talking about. You're like, That's right. He's like, you guys talk like this. You're like, and then I was like, and he was all, and I said, and remember? And uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> oh, sure, yep. And then remember we did, oh, that's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like you're not even talking in full sentences. <laughs> it's like, because we were there and we know. Right, we know. That's why we started this podcast. Exactly. Because we had nothing left to talk about. And nobody <laughs> wanted to listen to us anymore. Nobody <laughs> listened to us talk about stories because we don't finish sentences. That's so true. <laughs> And, I'll, and I'm not going to lie, I wrote down, apparently it happened in this season, and I just looked at my notes. And another funny Norm-ism was that uh, uh, he was walking in, and somebody, probably Sam, said to him, hey, Norm, what do you say to a cold one? And he goes, I say, see you later, Vera, I'll be at cheers. Which <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought was hilarious, so I wrote it down. Norm and Vera. Vera is the reason Norm is always at the yes. bar. And we literally never get to see Vera, except one time when they have the Thanksgiving dinner, but it's only when she has a pie in her face. 
<laughs> right, right. That was a good there's one. one. There's one where Norm throws a toga party for the accountants, but of mm-hmm. course they're all too stuck up to like wear togas, so he's yeah. the only one. Um, but Diane, <laughs> Diane goes up to him and says, why isn't your wife at the party? And Norm says, she didn't hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they're he just like her. oh yeah it's, it's but sometimes awesome. like they almost get divorced and then he's he's trying to win her back and i'm like you don't even like her and early on they're trying to have a baby yeah right yeah there was that that was a whole big storyline too so, so um, there, there was yeah. a line that when i heard it i flipped out because i remember it from when i was a kid um a woman says to Sam, he's trying to hit on this woman at the end of the bar and she's not really having it. And he's turning on all the charm and she says, I wish I could bottle that charm. Then I could put a cork in it. Mm. And I had a friend when I was a kid named Christy and we used to laugh at that line and say it all the time. <laughs> we didn't really know what it meant. Didn't have any idea what we were talking about. Oh, but when I saw it, I freaked out when we get to the beginning of that season after, so we find out that Sam asked Diane on the phone if she would marry mm-hmm. her. And mm-hmm. um, so they kind of like get together, they go, but they go out on a boat, you know, he's like, it's going to be this big romantic thing and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, had him up. And then he proposes and she says, no. <laughs> oh and my she, goodness. He ends up selling her. He's going to throw her overboard or she better. And she jumps. And it's this big ordeal where she's like, I, I just, you know, she always needs things to be perfect. She absolutely needs things to be perfect. Yeah. There, was a, there was one early on, was it right when they first got together or something and they were at her apartment and she, um, oh, she breaks in and then she, she's like, let me go in the bedroom. And cause he like, and he picks her up, he like grabs her up and whatever. And then she's like, I'm gonna go in the bedroom. So I'll be right, whatever. And he can hear her talking and she comes out and she's like, she's wearing a negligee and she's like, I called the police because you broke in. And he's like, what? Did you want some coffee? I'm going to make some coffee. And she's totally messing with him. And it's hilarious. I'm like, oh my God. So he's sitting there. I can't believe, you know, and she's making coffee. Like it's no big deal. And she's like, well, Sam, you broke in. I don't know what to tell you. Like whatever. So he sits <laughs> in the chair and then she comes out and she like sits on his lap and she's like all, you know, in a little nighty. And then finally she says something and he's like, they're going back and forth. And she's like, well, I really did like the, when you picked me up or whatever. And then it's like this big thing. So then he picks her up again, takes her in the bedroom and she's got stuffed animals all over her oh bed. They don't see, but they talk about it. And I just love, he's, he's, he comes out of the bedroom. He's holding all of them. And he's like, I'm going to bring these out here. And she's like, okay, make sure, you know, these two are next to each other. Cause they get lonely or whatever. And he's like, Oh, honey, don't you think you should recall the police back and tell them, uh, you know, to cancel or whatever. And he's still holding the teddy bears and all that. And she goes, oh, Sam, I never really called the police. I was just messing with you. And he's like, and he throws all of her stuffed animals out the window. And I, <laughs> I had so much anxiety over that. I know. I'm like, oh, my God. So they have tons of this, you know, of course, back and forth. So after she snubs him on the boat, then the rest of that season is like, or, you know, for quite a while, it's like, uh, okay, Sam, go ahead and, uh, and, and propose again. And he's like, you don't understand. I'm not gonna. No, done. Right. done. And they go back and forth and back and forth. And uh, what is? How did they end up in court? Like I'm trying. Oh, he chased. He chased her down the street, knocked her down or something. Because she, and they end up in court. And she's trying to sue him, and she's got like a neck brace on, which, by the way, is very Brady Bunch. And then she ends up playing <laughs> right. Carol Brady in the movie. 
Um, so <laughs> That's right. In the in the courthouse or whatever, and she's like, she basically is like, oh, if he were to propose, that I could drop it or whatever. So yes. he's like, will you marry me? And she's like, I don't think you mean that. And then it, they, they go back and forth, or whatever. So he apologizes, and she's like, well, I guess so. And then they start chatting, and they go to leave, and he's like talking to her and she goes you know what sam i won't you know i won't hold you to it because da 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 and he goes well maybe this time i want you to and then it was all ah da 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 yes so many opportunities and they're on and off and on and off and it starts to get really old but they 100% don't have anything in common so it becomes no. very you know crazy and it's very much like yeah i mean they they do get the whole, I mean, they buy a house. They're getting ready to get married. Yeah. It's this big, crazy thing. Carla's having a nervous breakdown over it because she can't stand <laughs> Diane. And uh, I know. I love their nuts. wedding. They decide to have the wedding at the bar. Mm -hmm. And when they're saying their vows, everybody is holding on to their money that they have bet with. Yep. <laughs> and it keeps going back and forth. Like Sam, like uh, say, Diane says, I do. And then Sam says, I do. And then he's like, wait a minute can I take back my answer? Can I change my answer? And everybody keeps exchanging money exchanging because money. they all yeah. bet one way or the other. And I love so how the whole, the phone call comes into the bar. So whoever yeah. wanted yeah. Diane to write her book knows that she's in the middle of her wedding apparently and calls to interrupt this because and then apparently she can't get married if she's also going to write her book. So I did like the episode though, where they like thought about the future in their home and they mm -hmm. were all old. That was great. Over old and, and they're talking I, about Woody and he, uh, Woody owned a bar or whatever. And he had a family and mm -hmm. that was cute. But all his kids were really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it was super awesome. And I was like, oh, this is so cute. And their house was cute that they got. And I remember when they got it and they had to get rid of the family that was there. And they played Santa Claus and all that. And they went through a whole bunch. And at the end of that episode, she decides, you know, that she's going to Instead, she's going to leave for six months to go to Los Angeles so she could write her novel. And uh, he's First like, yeah, I, you know, yeah, he's like, you'll regret me, you know, or you'll resent me if, if you don't do it. So he's basically telling her to go. And at the end of the episode, he's, you know, he's like, have a good life. And she's like, don't say that. I'll, you know, I, I'm going to be back in six months. Don't, you know, whatever. And he's just like, okay, okay. And when she walks out the door, he's like, have a good life. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause he's like, uh, I'm, done. I'm done. And it's never going to work really, out. Yeah. And he really thought she would just go off because again, she, you know, she had so much that she wanted to do. And he just thought I yeah. got to let her go. And, it's not meant to be like, I, you know, and I think he really loved her, but he kind of knew that they were not necessarily compatible in life. And so I noticed some guest stars in these first five seasons. Me too. Yes. Me I'm going to bring up, um, season four Niles from the nanny. Yep. Yes. Yep. And he didn't have a British accent. And I was like trying to listen so hard. I was like, it's almost not, like, it's almost Niles. Yeah. It, it's not an accent, right? Like, I couldn't get his British accent out of my head. No. And I just, when I saw him, I knew right away it was Niles. And I was like, oh, my God. But also, Norm had a creepy boss early on. Mm -hmm. Once again, I swear, things just keep popping up in my life. It was James Reed. 
who we <laughs> talked about before, who's currently on Days of Our Lives and was in North and South. And I, I, I was like, notice. I was like, oh my God, he's, there he is. I, and it was just a super quick episode. And he was like super creepy. I think I can't even remember now, but he was Norm's boss. And oh, that was, I think, during the toga party. And it was changing. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Um, Christopher Lloyd from yep. Back to the Future was an yep. artist who was trying to paint Diane. And <laughs> this was pre Back to the Future. Yes. That's the episode where Sam and Diane break up. One of the episodes, yeah. Well, yeah, that very He's in her apartment time. trying to paint her, and it's really weird. Yes. And, yeah. That's also the episode where you notice the smallest TV that's ever existed that Diane had in her apartment. <laughs> they, they would carry it around to go watch the TV, and it was, like, the size of, like, a laptop. And it was... Like oh, we had one of those? Yeah. I think we did. I had... That was one of the first ones I had in my room. That's fan- that's how you know you're fancy. You have a portable TV with a handle on the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Jennifer Tilly, you remember her? She almost yep. married Frazier. Yep. How about Corey Feldman? I didn't no. see Corey Feldman. Did you notice Corey Feldman? I did not. I'm sorry. The baseball team that coach coached at one point, the Little League team? Corey <laughs> Feldman, bam, right there. I was like, oh, that's little tiny Corey Feldman. That's funny. I distinctly remember um, cooking dinner during that episode. Oh, <laughs> no, I wasn't looking at it. You missed him. He was right there. And then, yeah. I'm so sorry. Well, Harry Anderson and Marky Post were both on episodes. Well, Harry was in many episodes. Yeah, he was in a lot. And he was Harry, Harry. the hat. Yep. And he was always swindling people and trying. He was, he was <laughs> trying to shortchange. Um, coach which was working very well yeah until he yeah. was stopped all the oh, time wait. yeah he was always in on a bunch of stuff and they knew that he and then they they had him set up a thing one time too where that he helped him out and he he made multiple appearances and i'm thinking i'm pretty sure night court started in 85 uh so then he wasn't on as much he does make an appearance way later mm-hmm. on so marky post who is uh christine on night court she plays a friend of Diane's in season two who basically like tries to get with Sam while they're dating, while Sam and Diane yeah. are dating. Crazy. Um, Diane had a lot of shady friends mm-hmm. who were like, you know, high society ladies yeah. who were also shady. Probably not really her friends. So yeah. Right. 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 Kramer is also on the, what's uh, Kramer's oh, yeah. name in real life? Michael Richards. Michael yeah. Richards. He plays in, isn't he had a bet with Sam that he gets the bar if he doesn't marry some woman by some time. Yes, he has. And it's a famous name and I can't remember the name. So then he finds someone with that same name. Yeah. And then and they call it the bet anyway, somehow. Or yeah. Uh, <laughs> the bet. That's hilarious. There is a, a scene where when you open your cheers bar, I need you to do this. Um, there's a fight on TV. So everyone's watching the fight and Sam has lined up like two dozen beers on the bar and he just starts pushing them towards the end of the bar because Mm -hmm. it's the commercial break. So they all have to get their beers real quick. So he's just pushing them in a line and everybody just comes up and grabs their beer and walks away. And I'm like, that's how you should serve beers. That's amazing. Oh my God. That's totally true. Totally, totally true. Um, oh, I did have to say, too, that there's an episode where Carla, when she's pregnant and her friends come in, and one of whom is also Roz from Night Court, 
Two of them are pregnant, Carla and her friend, and they're all sitting around and they're drinking beers, which I thought was fun. (laughs) I think there were times when Rhea Perlman was pregnant, but Carla wasn't. There were. I look. Yeah, I looked it up to see. You could tell that she was, but the character then wasn't. So it was very confusing. Because I think she had three kids in real life while the show was going, and only two of those times she was pregnant on the show. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. And I do want to note that I, this is where I have the weird recognition of random actors that no one's going to know. And of course, some of whose I didn't even look up their real names. Um, so they're going to go by their name of who they are on a different show. But the first time I noticed Woody's very first girlfriend, when he very first comes on the show, is his old girlfriend from Indiana. He gets another girlfriend later. Uh-huh. Um, but the first girl is uh, played Tina on Nightmare on Elm Street, and I instantly recognized her because I watched that movie as a child. Is that the one where they they can't be together because they had both when they lived in Indiana? They both weighed a lot, and then we're they fat, lost yep. their weight. And yep. it turns out it's because um, instead of having sex, they eat. They eat exactly, and then that's funny because there's an episode where Sam and Diane are at the Elvilles, and they're both eating a ton because they yeah. <laughs> Because they were being crazy about it. Carla's son's girlfriend's cousin. Did I really write that? Carla's <laughs> son's girlfriend's cousin. Uh, Ginger, Ginger with, with one leg on Friends plays that girl. And uh, Mr. Trigger from Friends, who plays the maintenance uh-huh. man, made an appearance at one point. And I literally just wrote, He's- he made an appearance. I don't remember. <laughs> He's always and, uh, oh, we didn't talk about, too, that Jay Thomas comes in to plays Carla's boyfriend, and he's a hockey player. And he's in quite a few episodes, and um, that's kind of like an ongoing thing, too. But Jay Thomas was big on Murphy Brown and um, mm-hmm. yeah, other, a lot of other shows. I remember distinctly um, Carla's husband's wife, his new wife or fiance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I think, yeah, they did get married because she took Sam yep. to the wedding. Yeah, yep. she so always, I loved that character when I was a kid because she had a squeaky voice and a high ponytail and she was just funny. <laughs> That's awesome. But he really just won Carla. Always, yeah. And he comes back multiple times and ki- Carla's kids, uh, you know, are always around and whatever. But this guy, Nick, he's just, uh, yeah, he's kind of a dirtbag. And at one point he's going to come back to Carla, then finds out, because oh, because his wife tries to leave him. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, Carla, it was always you. And then, of course, that woman wants him back, so he runs away again. And Carla's always hard up for, for love. She has, she, has, she has some boyfriends on the show. <laughs> yeah, that was her it's long fun. relationship with, uh, yeah, with Jay Thomas guy. So that was kind of, yeah. And, of course, we didn't mention George Went plays Norm Peterson, who's an accountant. Mm-hmm. And B.B. Newworth plays Lilith. Yep. Who ends up being Fraser's girlfriend. Yes. And I love when she comes back onto the show and she and Fraser are supposed to be on um, a talk show together and Diane wants them to get together, I guess. And so she yeah. gives Lilith a makeover and she just takes her hair down and they have the interview and it gets yeah. really saucy and steamy. Yeah. It's instantly like animal attraction and they're oh, like all literally. crazy. <laughs> it's all uncomfortable and weird you're like uh hold on and they're playing footsie yes and i was like oh my god and it's and it's good to note too like we have to remember that diane left fraser at the altar and then yeah. he comes back and is always around and always. like 
is just, and she like broke his heart. I mean, like she straight and left him for Sam, but he comes back and him and Sam are like friends forever, you know, cause he's such a great character. So of course they didn't want to like just oust him or whatever. Yeah. And he comes around. So then he just sticks around, but he's always referencing how she basically like <laughs> pulled his heart out and stomped all over yeah. it. Like it's, it's a, at one point she, she asks him for a massage cause her neck hurts. And so he's just been telling Sam how he sometimes fantasizes about strangling her and so he's giving her a massage and he just wraps his hands around her neck while she's talking because she never stops talking (laughs) but i remember when i was a kid being really creeped out by fraser i couldn't stand that character but i of course i did like lilith you can see why (laughs) even as a child i was like that's the person i want to be i like fraser now Mm-hmm. I even like the show Frasier. So. Frasier's a good character. I know we're going to have to watch Frasier at some point. I uh, I watched a lot of Frasier actually because of course I was older then. And then I think about it too. So Frasier was on for a very long time. So by far the character of Frasier has to be the longest running sitcom sure. character of all time. Because Cheers was Cheers by itself. And he came on in season three. Um, but then had his own series that I think also was like 10 seasons. So that means he played Frasier for like, you know, forever. And yeah. Um, and almost, almost all of the regular characters in Cheers guest starred on Frasier at one point or another. And I, again, I only watched Frasier like when it was on. So, and I kind of remember it, uh, but I, and then I remember that too, because I also heard that um, Kelsey Grammer, especially, couldn't stand working with what's her name Shelly Long so that they did not like each other or that that he did not like her couldn't stand working with her they kind of mended fences and she had didn't she guest starred on Mm -hmm. so that'll be fun to watch and see people from Cheers show up on that show for sure for sure Oh, I did want to mention there, since we were just talking about the Frasier-Diane dynamic, I was thinking about that at first, about how there was always like that back and forth. And at one point, um, you know, just because Frasier would be petty too. So because him and Diane were like a better match because they were so smart. And so like everything. So she she did something. I don't know if she wrote something, but Frazier's like trying to point out to everybody to make fun of her. Diane has made errors in grammar. Like he's all like that's gonna be this big <laughs> dig. And anybody at the bar would be like, Yeah, we don't care. But of course that's, to Diane and him, that's a huge and to us. Seriously, <laughs> that is how you hurt me. If you want exactly. to hurt me, you tell me that my grammar is wrong. Yep. And I thought that's so funny because we're so like that. But then I just thought like in that setting he says it and everyone at the bar is like what no one cares <laughs> you you two are the only ones that know that <laughs> so right it's just everybody had their like own digs and their own and everybody you know gives each other crap and it's such a great show and you know we're gonna do the second half of cheers coming up all that we'll get to the next uh six seasons not next week but we will get to it because we'll get to it. I'm i got other stuff i'm watching i'll have to like rewatch again because i might forget. i know I really apologize. I apologize. It just, nothing is normal right now. Nothing is normal. And you're right. Right. I have been too. You're right. Cause I was thinking about it too. I get all excited about us doing shows and then real life gets in the way sometimes. So we've been um, not only all this, cause we're at this new crazy stage of normal and we can't even be together to record in our, in the same spot together. So there's that. And then, yeah, we'll be together again soon. 
Most definitely. Okay. Well, then why don't we wrap up cheers? Let's wrap it up. And we've had a lot of fun in the last week on our uh, group. Our Facebook group is a private group where you can talk about anything TV that you want. Mm -hmm. And um, so join that. You can go on our Facebook page and we'll tell you where it is if you can't find it. And we are on Instagram and the Twitter. Twitter. And I like to post random polls on the Twitter. Mm, Um, Like, you know, do you like Magnum P.I.'s short shorts? Yes or no kind of stuff. (laughs) I've also been watching Magnum just as an aside. Mm. I like to watch Magnum at like one in the morning when I'm kind of at the delirious almost asleep phase. So that's pretty that's awesome. one yeah that's one i'll have to watch i again that i know that was on because my mom was very much in love with tom Selleck. so good to know but i'm pretty sure i was too young and i don't remember any of it so yeah but well tom i can't wait to get to that one but um we'll see what's coming up we got good stuff coming up so tell us what you want to hear and we'll put it in our hat we'll do some uh listener episodes coming up soon for sure i know we're gonna do mash coming up soon Yes, that's right. We're going to have to do MASH coming up and finish Cheers. And we got a couple other surprises up our sleeves. And um, now it's going to be mad at me about one of them, but it's going to be fine. Uh-oh. <laughs> have you started watching that one I told you to watch? I believe so. If it's the same Are one you I mad at me yet? Uh, no, because I don't think I've gotten very far. So yeah. I'm sure I'll be mad at you soon. You're going to be mad at me. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I'll um, T-T-Y-L. And we can actually say cheers to cheers. Cheers to cheers. Clink to cheers. Clink. Wrap it up. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents. Oh,